you have spent maybe four or eight or 10 years continuing your education, you've put in hours or days on your chosen skill, or maybe you just Google your favorite subject every day to see what's new. Whatever you enjoy, wherever your interests lie, you have more information about the subject than someone. Yet, when it comes to thinking about delivering your message online, you maybe feel uncomfortable. Maybe you squirm a little at the idea that you could be someone who could impart knowledge to others for money. After all, at work, you know, there's probably plenty of people around you who get paid more than you do. And in education, well, there's thousands of others who have your diploma. And in your hobby, well, it's just a hobby, right? So what makes you think you're capable of being the leader in your field? Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Kay Slane, and this is your podcast if you are thinking that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 80, how to use your experience to be the automatic leader in your niche without being phony or getting sick with imposter syndrome. Back when we were allowed to travel, I was once uh, standing in the duty-free store at LAX, Los Angeles International Airport, and I could not help but overhear a discussion between a store clerk and a passenger. And the clerk was trying to explain to the passenger that she could not take the bag of stuff she just bought, like whatever, the alcohol, the perfume, cigarettes, all that stuff. She could not take it with her. And the policy, of course, is very confusing for infrequent travelers when you're shopping in a duty-free store. Because as you may know, the, the stores are supposed to be free of taxes, although by the prices, you never know. And so you purchase your products and you purchase your whatever you get. And, and you're allowed to purchase as long as you're leaving the country. Okay, as long as you're going right out of the country. But the store has to send your items to the flight because they don't trust you to be leaving the country by just walking around with your stuff. The store actually sends your items to your flight and you pick them up literally as you're walking on the plane. Okay, so that's how duty-free shopping works in an airport. But this passenger had obviously not bought duty-free before. She seemed very confused. And she was also trying to understand in a language that was not her own. Okay. So I watched a little closer as the store clerk was trying for like the fifth time to explain to the passenger that she could not take her bag. And then I considered intervening in the passenger's language. Now, at first I was a little hesitant because after all, we're not supposed to eavesdrop, right? (laughs) You're not supposed to just assume that somebody, you know, wants your help unless they ask you, you know, or certain situations like, you know, somebody dropped a bunch of boxes or something, you could jump in and help. But in a lot of cases, you know, you're kind of standoffish, especially with strangers. And the passenger's language was not my language. I just happened to speak it with enough fluency to be understood. I mean, I believe I could be understood, right? That's my evaluation of my language skills. But maybe she wouldn't understand me. Maybe she would think I was just some rude person interrupting her conversation or trying to cut in line or whatever. Maybe she would feel I was being super presumptuous in assuming she did not understand the store clerk's instructions. There were a bunch of possibilities here. It was very precarious. Um, But at the same time... I could see that they were both struggling and that they both needed help. And I could see the conversation was going nowhere. And, it, you know, the, the store clerk was, was suffering. She tried a time and time again to explain it. And, and the woman was getting angry and this and that. And so I figured I could provide the assistance that they needed right then and there. I was never going to know the real outcome of offering my help without putting myself out there and saying in another language, Est-ce que je peux vous aider, madame? Can I help you, madam? Peut-être je peux vous expliquer si vous voulez. Perhaps I could explain if you like. 
And the reaction, surprise, yes, from the passenger, and thanks. And of course, the follow-up question, where are you from? (laughs) So yes, it could be a surprise to offer people your help in a way that they are not expecting. But at the same time, if you have the knowledge and a way to deliver it, you can support another person's goals and be of great assistance to them. You may feel imposter syndrome because your position is new and untried, but it's valid. You have information the other person does not. It's almost your responsibility to help them. As you move forward on your entrepreneurial journey, you may be feeling like you are in an unfamiliar role, offering a product or service that no one expects you to offer. But here's what you need to remember. First, if you have gone into business, it's because you have value to offer. You have business ideas in your head. You have a solution to someone else's problem. You have a product or service. You have value that needs to be expressed and delivered. You wouldn't have come this far if you weren't thinking in those terms, right? Oh, okay, maybe some of you think I just want to make money. But even then, you know you have to provide something people want to buy. So you have to be able to think about what that product or service is and deliver it to the people who want or need it. So that's where you start. You have value to offer. Now, secondly, your approach to the product or service, delivery, production, distribution, all of it, could be different from others. And it's an approach you should not be afraid to deliver. Your experience, your education, your expertise, your knowledge, that's all unique to you. And that uniqueness is what is going to differentiate you and make you the automatic leader in your niche. So you have value to offer and you have a product or service that's different either or it's the same, but you're going to deliver it differently because your background is unique to you and you use that uniqueness to differentiate yourself. Okay. Third, there were automobiles before Henry Ford, okay? And there was furniture before Ikea, and there was makeup before Mary Kay, and there were mobile phones before Steve Jobs, and there were movies before Walt Disney. You know what I mean? where I'm going with this, right? And I don't even have to tell you what made those products unique when those individuals decided to deliver them, right? So you don't have to be a big global corporation, Your uniqueness will attract your customer base, okay, from whatever product, for whatever product or service that you have created. Your uniqueness will attract them. So you use your experience, your education, your expertise for your background, and you can deliver that with you as an individual, along with the value you have to offer, okay? Now, it's true that obviously some people online will be accusatory and critical of you to try and be a leader in a niche automatically, but there's no way to ensure that that, I would just say, commentary is even relevant to you unless you're actually online running your business, right? And I think based on what I've said before, you already have your defense about your uniqueness because there's no way that somebody has the exact same perspective as you. Even your identical twin doesn't have the exact same perspective as you, right? Now, this episode is the final part of my four-part series around preparing to be an online entrepreneur without compromising yourself. And this topic about making yourself the automatic leader in your niche of niches is about focusing on the unique value that you bring for those who are looking for the product or service you deliver. If you want to do a deeper dive into this issue and the ones that were raised in episodes 78 and 79 around focusing on your skills and being comfortable with your platform, 
sign up for my webinar, Preparing to Be an Online Entrepreneur Without Compromising Yourself, go to success.readyentrepreneur.com forward slash register. The link is also in the description. And we're going to just get you to the vision of lifestyle freedom through an online business. And without fear, without embarrassment, without imposter syndrome, we'll get through the raw, raw noise. We'll get through the internet rhetoric. And we'll, you know, you don't need to be on every social media platform and every sort of nonsense site. You need to use every tool. We're going to get to how this works for you so we can get your business up and running. Today, right now, you are living the opportunity to have the life that you truly want a life on your terms where you add value that you believe in and it makes you feel like you're really contributing to build the world you want to see. Becoming an entrepreneur, being your own boss and having your own business is one of the best ways to take control of your life and to deliver to yourself on your own life dream. But you have to get started. To recap, in this Ready Entrepreneur podcast, episode 80, how to use your experience to be the automatic leader in your niche without being phony or getting sick with imposter syndrome, here's what you have to remember. You're going to be selecting your niche of a niche, right? So you examine where your interests lie, what your skills are. Of course, your education experience can play a role, but where's your real interest? Because your interest is what's going to drive your ability to get the work done. So where and why did you find a gap somewhere in, in the global marketplace where people want and need a product or service that you can deliver, okay? And then you're going to make sure that your particular contribution is delivered on the platform of your choice, the one that works for you where you are most comfortable. Research your dream customer, figure out where they are now, take a look at what they're doing, what is it that they want, and you claim your ownership by delivering outstanding value to those customers. If you're delivering what they're looking for, they will come to you, they will hang with you, and they will be part of your community. For me, it's preparing aspiring entrepreneurs to start an online business. And my unique perspective is my global worldview from years in the foreign service and corporate life. Okay, you see how that works? So I, I see challenges related to defining your global community in the, in the grand global consumer marketplace place of almost 8 billion people, um, using technology, transitioning from your nine to five, embracing a life of freedom and travel in a way no one else can. That's how I see this world that we're building in this ready entrepreneur community. So if you can also understand and identify with my approach, then you're part of this community and you're thrilled to be here and I'm thrilled to have you. But if you're thinking, well, I like the information, but I don't like the delivery or something like that. If somebody else comes along that delivers to what you're looking for, then you'll go there. And I understand that, but that's the way it works. And you can find and carve your own path and build your own community with your own product and service in the exact same way. Okay. If you enjoyed this information and found it useful, please make sure you're subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss future episodes. And please leave a rating and comment at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen so I can see your feedback. And if you know someone else who would benefit from the tips and strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please share the podcast with a friend. Come over to the website to get more information and sign up for the community so I can keep you up to date with tips and ideas and strategies visit readyentrepreneur.com. If you want to reach out, send me an email, contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane.